0: welcome to the wordpress photography podcast the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of wordpress to grow their photography business you don't need to be a geek to understand wordpress settle back and listen as we show you how now here's your host scott wyden kivowitz
1: Welcome to episode 130, my name is Scott Weinkiewicz and I'm joined by my guest Peter LeGregor. Peter has run a successful photography business as a side gig for many years. Photography has been in his life since he was very young. He had a makeshift darkroom in the basement and he learned film photography as well as developing and making prints in his teens. Peter does portrait photography professionally but loves photographing landscapes and teaching photography skills to others. Now he also teaches photography through his website, Photography Goals. So, welcome to the show, Peter. Uh, nice to have you here.
0: Thanks, Scott. Uh, really excited to be here. Um, actually, I've been a listener for for a long time when I was uh, getting my business started. So uh, it's kind of kind of cool to actually be on the show.
1: Oh, nice, nice. So, so your business is is uh, more recent then? because uh, we've been doing this maybe for five years, maybe maybe six years, something like that. That's, uh, at this point, but. That-
0: that's right about how old the business is.
1: So like me, you are not a full-time professional photographer, but rather a part-time professional photographer offering your services on the side from your full-time job. Does yeah. your day job have any overlap at all with your photography?
0: Um, well, my, my day job, I'm a lawyer, actually. Uh, full-time trial lawyer. As as you can imagine, that, that takes a, a lot of time. And, you know, I, on the surface i don't think there is any any overlap i mean um you know sometimes uh you know there's there's photos involved in a case or something like that but that's that's about the only direct overlap Mm -hmm. but what i have found is that kind of the the things the skills i've learned or developed with you know running a business sometimes actually can apply to my other job as well um especially the marketing stuff and and how how you talk to people and you know dealing with the public you know i i'm like i said i'm a trial lawyer so i'm, I'm talking to juries on, on a regular basis or at least i was before covid um but you know being able to to learn marketing and, and over the years i've, I've kind of spent a lot of time learn you know reading marketing books and learning marketing and things like that for the business um kind of figuring out how to talk to people what people react to what what gets people excited or, or, or just just involved uh, actually there's significant overlap with that. Um, as far as the photography itself now, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of overlap. Um, but I will say that having the photography, even as a business, and I know, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, if you do photography as a business, it's going to take the fun out of it. It hasn't really for me. Um, in fact, the, the photography and, and shooting portraits has been a little bit of of the escape from from the law and from from the stress of of that kind of thing, so I you know it's it's kind of a, a nice balance in my life. Uh, you know, I, I, like you said, I, I like to shoot landscapes too. You know, go out on my own, um, and you know the you know the ocean things like that. That that's that's more more relaxing. But even even the business aspect of the photography business is kind of a nice change from, from my day job. So it's, it's got a nice balance, you know, um, balancing the time is, is probably the most difficult part, but uh, it's, it you know, they, 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 go together nicely. I think, I think, um, having a side gig uh, in addition to your day job is, is something that really, you know, everyone, if you have the time should, should do, whether it's photography or not, I, I think it, it helps, helps balance your life a little bit, gives you something else to do, gives you something, to look forward to you know at the end of the day and and that kind of thing. I I think it's actually if anything else if nothing else it's it's actually helped my productivity and and you know kind of balanced me a little bit.
1: Right right. Yeah, well, and what what you said about um uh the a lot of people who who might dislike photography if they focused on it for too long. That's that's exactly me. That's what I decided <laughs> when I decided to get into photography um i knew cuz i know myself so well that i knew that if i was doing it full time i would wind up hating it um so so i do it i do it on the, i know uh on the weekends whenever i can whenever i have the ability to to take on client work um but if i could only do landscapes and just spend hours just staring at an ocean or whatever it is uh, I would do it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Yeah. I think if, 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 uh, if you didn't have to worry about anything else in life and you could just do landscapes, it would be amazing. That's
0: definitely one of the benefits to not doing it full time. Um, although I think if, if, you know, for the full-time photographers out there, you know, if, if you're doing, you know, if you're, if you're specific about what you're doing and you pick something that you like, you know, I'm sure there's plenty out there that, that would, would say it's not, not tedious and, not, and it hasn't taken away their love of photography. I'm, I'm, I'm sure.
1: Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about. Everybody's got their own, you know, mindset on things, and I just, you know, you have to know yourself. Yeah. And, um, if you if you know that you can handle it, and still love what you're loving, <laughs> then great. Um, you know, of course. And there's there's thousands of people because there's obviously. You know there's there's wedding photographers who are doing it and they um they love doing what they're doing every single day um and it's funny a, a lot of the wedding photographers in particular it's not even about the wedding photography that they love it's the weddings themselves and the and the couple stories and that whole thing so um it's very interesting everybody's different and and everything is good right yeah. so to each their own it's all good um so for those who are in the same situation as you and I um, managing work and our own businesses we have our own methods to our madness and I'm sure uh, those who aren't fully immersed in our world might or or, or, or might be soon are thinking about possible methods to manage it all um, so can you please share how you balance running a photography business while keeping that Full-time job, which is, as you said, slight overlap, very little, <laughs> but otherwise very different uh, between the two.
0: Yeah, um, and you know, I'm going to say right up front, I am not the most organized person in the world. I am, I'm probably on the other side of, of that that spectrum of organization. So, um, I don't think you have to be kind of a you know very organized, very very meticulous person. It helps, um, but I'm not that. And I think the the biggest thing that I've been able to do, and, and this, this is kind of like a, a superpower of, of having a side gig, as opposed to having to do it full time is that I've learned to say no a lot, and only take the type of photography I want to do, shoot the type, shoot the clients that I, I mesh with, and, and that I think will be a good fit for me. And being able to, you know, like I said, I think it's a superpower of having a side gig, because I don't, I don't depend 100% on the income from the photography business, so it makes it easy to say, you know what, I don't think that's a good fit. Um, you know, just recently I got a, a, a call like to shoot a, an event, and it would have been like, you know, most of the day, and, and not not a wedding, but it was it was most of the day, and, and it just, you know, I really didn't have any any desire to go do that because it would have taken too much time. Um, you know, like you said, I shoot portraits, uh, as far as professional photography, I shoot portraits mostly. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, a two hour session at, at sunset or sunrise. And, and then, you know, then we're done, but, um, most of the time is spent, um, with the client, you know, I, I spend time on, on, you know, a zoom call, preparing with them, making sure I know what they like and what kind of style they have, you know, the shoot is the shoot for a couple hours. And then, then we you know we go over the photos, um, pick out wall art, all all that business stuff. But um, it's I've structured that in such a way that I do that in the evenings and um, or early morning. But uh, you know, maybe one one out of like a hundred clients will want to shoot at sunrise as opposed to sunset. But um, you know, being able to pick the clients that are are a good fit for me has been a big part of that. So uh, I you know I'm very upfront about. the the process and and how it works and you know tell them you know look we're going to get the best best images at sunset so that's when we're going to do it you know i don't tell them uh you know hey i have a full-time job so we got to shoot at sunset um you know put it in more of a a, a positive (laughs) spin for them but um you know and and uh we i've been doing this the you know what i guess what you'd call a sales meeting after the shoot in person but then of course covid and, and we started doing that um virtually and that's that's actually been pretty good too. So, you know, the the business is structured in a way that fits my my timing, my my schedule and things like that. So I think that the two things that that make a big difference for me are uh like I said, one saying no to the things that don't fit and structuring the business itself around the the schedule so that it you know never really gets in the way. I mean there there are times I'm at my office during the day where I'll take a, a photo client phone call. But, um, you know, other than that, it's, it's been, it's hasn't been that hard, you know, and that's a a big product of doing portrait photography. It'd be different if, um, you know, if I was doing corporate event photography, then, you know, I'd be working during business hours and that wouldn't be a good fit at all. Um, so maybe I'm a little lucky that I like that type of photography, but, um, that's, that's been the biggest thing is making sure that it it fits and and being able to say no.
1: If it was, uh, if it was product photography, you could do it at any hour of the day and it wouldn't make a difference. (laughs) That
0: that is, that is, that is true. And, and I've been, been kind of, uh, dabbling in product photography with, with, you know, the website photography goals. We, we do some, some lens and camera reviews. So of course for the, the, you know, when we do a review, we take, you know, I take photos of the the products and stuff. So it's, it's been, that's, that's a fun, a fun genre. It's not, to me, it's not as interesting as meeting people and, and shooting their portrait, but um, you know, it's it's cool. Yeah,
1: it can be quite challenging too. Um, I, I every so often I'll take on a job that that challenges me uh, outside of my comfort zone in the in photography. Um, and about two years ago, I took on one where I had to photograph um, a piece of metal <laughs> that was. For, for probably a, a car of some sort. Um, I don't know exactly, but it was probably for a car. And I think there was three three different sizes, and I just had to photograph individually metal rods and make them look pretty. Like, it's, it's, that's a that, challenge, that, right? That sounds um, that sounds like
0: a, a reflection oh. nightmare.
1: Yes, yeah, well, so that's where you're, you're, you're lighting, but you're turning all the lights away from the subject. So you're just basically getting the ambiance from the light, not necessarily the actual light on the object. And it's all like, um, it was all very silver metal that if you touch it, now your <laughs> fingerprints are all over it. So you have to wear gloves while you're holding everything. So um, yeah, it was a mess, but job was done. Many of the listeners know that I have a course on lead generation. And as someone whose photography business is a part-time thing, I often refer leads to friends who, who do run full-time businesses. And I'm curious, uh, what are some of the ways that you use your website to generate leads for your photography business?
0: So the, the biggest thing for, for me has been, uh, local SEO, uh, search engine optimization. And, um, you know, I think if, if you, if you Googled, uh, senior portraits in New Jersey, I think I'm among the top three results. And, um, you know, that, that has been a product of, uh, you know, over the, over the last few years, I've definitely spent a lot of time learning search engine optimization and, uh, you know, kind of strategic blogging. Um, and and we, can, we can dive into that a little bit uh, if you'd like. But the other, the other aspect to that is um, people don't come to a site and, and stay all the time. I mean, they're, they're, you're not going to get every single person that visits your website to right. give you a call, so um, lead capture has been kind of a big part of that as well. Um, what I'm trying now, and you know, it used to be just a, a box that says you know sign, uh, you know free consult or something like that. Um, what I'm trying now is a lead magnet, mm-hmm. where if you came to my site, you'd get a um, a pop up or or there you know depending on where you were, there'd be a box to fill out to get a family portrait planning guide. And of course, the, the planning guide you download. You need to leave your email address, and then they get a series of emails from me. Uh, you know, over the next week or two, just talking about portrait photography and showing some examples, and, and trying to you know get them revved up to to give me a call. Um, and also the portrait guide itself, where you know I'll have um, some some local spots like you know best photography spots or what to wear guide the questions that i get the most most often but also um you know it, it goes through my my process right. of you know i here's i do a planning session do the portrait session and then the you know the we, we would call a sales session i call a design session for the the, the clients and it kind of walks them through my process and and if that gets them excited then they give me a call and the, the result has been that um you know, for one, when someone calls me, they're they're warmed up. I mean, they're ready to go. They they've they've learned a lot about me already. So the you know the the, the percentage of people that book once they call is, is close to fifty percent. Um which is I think high. I mean I'm not I'm you know, like I'm not tied into the industry enough to know if that's high, but I'm pretty happy with that. And um it's it's very hands-off as far as lead generation. Um what I've Started doing and, and I, with with varying success is trying to run paid ads to those uh, those lead magnets. Um, I don't I don't know if that's going to be uh, you know cash flow positive yet, but um, you know I'm definitely generating leads, so it's it's it looks positive so far. It's I really just started doing that um, in the past past month or so, but there was something that I did when I was first getting started yeah. that was actually really successful and and uh, you know I, we can I can talk about that if you'd like um, it was you know sure. essentially what what most of us would call a model call um, just you know the if you if you listen to photography stuff online you, you'll hear about this it, it's nothing nothing revolutionary but um, you know I would put an ad out on on social media paid ad and it would ask for you know uh, this goes back to shooting what I want to shoot you know um, at the time. I was, you know, trying to get more uh, senior portraits in and more family portraits. So I would put a put an ad out that said, like, "Hey, um, if you have kids, you know, if you are a family with with two kids and you want to do a family portrait, um, we can do a free shoot. You get a free five by seven from the shoot, and if you want more, uh, no problem. We can talk about it." And essentially, it was a you know what we call a free shoot ad, and um, people would come would give you know would I'd get maybe. A few dozen responses i would call them all up and tell them how it works and that you know it's a free five by seven that's it no digitals no nothing um and that they're helping me uh build my portfolio that was kind of the angle i would take and most people just kind of understood that like okay yeah cool um and you know i'd say if you want more you're happy to i'm happy to let you purchase them but you know no no pressure no you know and and i kind of got a feel from talking to them who was most interested in it and the ad was very specific that like only a few people would be chosen so um after talking to them if they were like yeah we really want to you know a new canvas for our wall or, or something like that if i knew it would be a kind of a lucrative client they were the ones that i would pick for the for the shoot and uh, you know of course all of this was upfront. front they, they they knew that you know some people would be picked and some people wouldn't and um for the most part those uh, you know even though they were you know quote unquote free shoots um, some of those generated, you know, thousands of dollars in, in wall art sales and it built my portfolio really quick in the beginning. So um, you know, that that was if anyone's getting started, you know, I I, I said before, like, you know, side hustle photographers have certain superpowers. They, you know, there's certain things you can take advantage of as a side hustle photographer as a that a professional you know, a full-time photographer can't do. And one of those is taking a chance on things like these, these free shoots or, or things like that, you know, but you know, the, of course you read photography websites, everyone's going to be like, don't shoot for free. Don't shoot for free. I disagree completely with that. I think you can do that if you're strategic about it. And that if you're shooting for free on your own terms, um, I'm not saying that everyone that calls you and says, Hey, what, you know, why don't you get exposure and shoot my wedding for free? That's, yeah, of course that's ridiculous. Um, but Yeah. That's That's different. Yeah. (laughs) It's, you know, those are, you know, you see those and people complain about the, you know, whatever it's, it is what it is. People are going to ask and, and you just have to say no. Yeah. But, um, you
1: know, when, when you can, especially as, as, especially as you're, especially as you're building your business, there's no reason why you couldn't strategically do some free photo sessions. There's no reason why you couldn't. If you're 10 years into your business and it's a big, you know, revenue maker, then that's a right. different story, right? At that point, you're not going to do free, free. You know, and I think even, even then there's,
0: there's an opportunity for, like you said, the, the 10, ten year in photographer to, to say, Hey, you know, I want to try to shoot this type of photography. For example, one, one way yeah. that, that I was extremely, I, I was really happy with the results. I wanted to shoot athletes. Um, you know, and, and I do a lot of high school portraits and most of them, if you visit my website, you'd see there's a lot of athletes and dancers and, you know, action portraits essentially is, is what they are. And, um, a lot of those came from putting out or, or got started with those from putting out an ad, just like this saying, if, if you're a high school athlete, senior, and you want a senior portrait that shows off kind of your, your, your thing, um, give me a call. And I got a bunch of people in and, and some of those were m- m- some of my favorite shoots and are still up on my website. Um, you know, so that was a way for me to kind of say like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to focus on this and get this genre or this specific genre and and someone who's 10 years in 20 years in you can still do that you can say hey i want to do underwater portraits and put out an ad for 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 that and get a few free clients in and you know use that method I, i think it's it's always a tool in your tool belt it's just not some you know you can't can't do it all the time obviously
1: That's good that you're trying different things. Um, I'm glad that you're doing this uh, lead magnet. Uh, I do think an ad for a lead magnet can be successful. It's just a matter of the right approach to it. Um, Not every, like, not every, Facebook is obviously a great place for it, but you wouldn't go everywhere to do it. Um, Like Google may not be a great place for it. Um, But so um, SEO ranking well on Google is always going to be, the absolute number one driver for most businesses. And um, a good example is I've been doing family portraits, cake smash sessions for years. And over the past three years or so, uh, I've gotten a couple proposal session requests and I did the proposal sessions. I have completely fallen in love with doing proposal sessions. Um, And I never thought that that would be like what, of all the non landscape work, I never thought that this would be like the thing that I would enjoy the most. And I had a couple clients tell me like, look, you, you gotta, you gotta push this. Cause they're, they're obviously fun for you. And, um, and they come out so good. And there's, I like the, I like the, the planning process for them. I like the spying <laughs> process. I think that's fun as a photographer to be, to be able to play a spy. Um, but, uh, so I, I put together this landing page and every day I'm getting like five organic leads. I haven't done a lead magnet yet. I haven't done any ads yes for it. I'm just getting people from all over uh, New Jersey uh, contacting me. So I'm ranking for everything that these people are searching for. I'm ranking number one. So they're contacting me first. And it's without any effort on my part besides making a landing page and talking about, I made a couple of videos about it. That's it. Just all organic things. And that's the power of, of putting out quality content, not only in your photography, but what you're putting on your site itself and on YouTube and all the different things to attract people. Uh, if you put out quality content, you're going to start ranking well uh, because SEO isn't just about the logistics huh? anymore. It's about the content more than more than anything these days. So
0: if I, if I could share one tip with the audience and, and you probably, I know you know this, um, stop, stop blogging about specific sessions and, you know, stop writing blogs that say the the Smith family wedding was awesome. Nobody's reading that. Even the Smith family is going to read it once. Um, it's, it's not helpful for, you know, like the, that, the SEO has changed and, and that is, is no longer useful to, to really anyone, you know, that, that kind of stuff put on social media. Um, it's, it's not, it's not working anymore. Mm. Like be, be specific, see, or be strategic. See what people are are looking for, and create content that your audience or your clients are going to want. Um, I actually wrote wrote an article about SEO on on photography goals. I'm happy to you know maybe we could share the link if if you want.
1: I will expand on that statement though a little bit because um, it's okay to do them every so often. I wouldn't make it the main strategy of a of a photographer's blog, but if you take it to a new level and you're sharing some photos from a client session, but then including a behind the scenes video of their first look of their session, and you're seeing their, and you're, the person that's reading this blog article and watching this video is also seeing their actual reaction to seeing their, their, their photographs for the first time. That's a powerful thing. That's a powerful selling tool. So you can do it, but try to take it to a new level where um, where, it's it's less mm. about trying to rank cuz right. those won't rank well, but but it's more about trying to get that that's that visitor on the on your website to be like I want that. I want that, right? So there's ways that you could do it that's still strategic. Right. So it's more for you um, it's more of a conversion
0: but, tactic than yeah. it is an SEO play.
1: Yeah. Right. Yep, exactly. Exactly. What are some photo uh photography specific time-saving strategies? For side hustle photographers, um, so let's let's start with um, uh, some time saving business techniques.
0: Hmm. Um, I, I automate everything I can. Um, I I use, like I said, for, for lead generation. That's that's automated. Um, I'm using software called uh, Sprout Studio, and uh, they're they're pretty good as far as as mm-hmm. automation everything. Uh, I have everything templated in there, so if somebody calls, if, actually, if someone fills out one of my lead forms, they're automatically in Sprout. Um, this is gonna sound like an ad for them, but, but I really do, <laughs> really do use them and like them. Um, you know, when somebody fills out a lead form, they're automatically in there, classified as a lead. Then um, if they, they book, they get moved to the shoot status and everything, you know, payment, uh, contracts, uh, scheduling, Everything's kind of automated through there. I I think it's you know the average, the average client. I'm I'm making like three clicks on the on the software to, to send them an invoice to book the shoot. Um, So I'm spending, I'm I'm trying to, like that stuff is is not time consuming at all. I make sure that my time I do have is either on the phone with them, uh, shooting or editing the photos, and uh, those are things that can be. Uh, time shifted. In other words, I can do them whenever, Uh, you know, actually evenings, most people want to talk in the evenings anyway, after, after business hours and, you know, the shoot is the shoot. And of course, photo editing can be done anytime. So the biggest thing for me is, is spending the time to learn the automation software. That has been huge for me. And it is a, you know, a a lot of people I think get into that and get frustrated because, you know, there, there's, the good software that does that is is complicated. Whether it's whether it's mail, email automation, lead gen, uh, just studio management software, it you know spend the time to to upfront to get get familiar with it, learn how to use it well, and I think that's going to be that would be a big help for for anyone. Uh, I was a little like hesitant at first to invest that amount of money upfront to you know it's, you're you're talking at least you know fifty bucks a month. I think is is what, what Paying now, but in the beginning that's scary when you're not bringing in a whole bunch of business but uh I can say that that made and and it could be any software it doesn't have to be the one I picked but um you know that makes a huge difference being able to to control mm-hmm. that 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 those repeated tasks and not have to do that every time
1: yeah uh sprout studio is um fantastic um business tool for photographers overall um if anybody who is listening or watching and wants to learn more about Sprout Studio, we actually had Brian Caparici on, the the CEO of Sprout, of Sprout Studio, on the podcast, I think two or three times. So um, I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes so you can find the, his, the episodes where he gets to share his knowledge as well and um, learn. you'll learn a little bit about uh, Sprout Studio. Um, it is an amazing tool. It is <clears throat> complex because of every, how much is involved. But if you need a single business tool, it, it has yeah. everything you need in it, right? It, it's doing everything you need for, whether it's a full-time business or a part-time business. Um, so, um, you, you briefly touched on ph- uh, photographic time-saving techniques. I'm, I'm, I, I wanna share one thing that I do, um, and hopefully you can share um, something that you're doing. So, I use a, a tool called Optics which is an AI-based culling tool. Um, and there's a bunch of them on the market. I'll be testing another one called Aftershoot uh, uh, in the next few weeks. But um, Optics has been fantastic. It saves me loads of time. Um, and I rarely see it miss a photo that should be you know, rated high or whatever. So I'm curious what kind of time-saving techniques or tools that you're using in your in your um, business, I am as well.
0: very interested in checking that out. Actually, you you mentioned that before we got started, and I, and I was I was looking it up. Um, that I never knew about that. That that is something I'm going to try out. That looks really cool. Um, so my, I mean, th- this th- this is going to sound uh, like almost like uh, well, of course, but I think the biggest time saving, photographically for me, has been learning off camera flash. And it sounds counterintuitive. It sounds like, okay, well, you're spending more time with the flash and things like that. But what the results have been is that my time editing, once once I got over the learning curve of, of learning off-camera flash, of course, you know, you do gotta put the time in and and learn how to use it well. But once I got over that learning curve, the time I've spent editing has been like cut into like maybe twenty-five percent. Because if you if you get you know, and, and I, I also shoot natural light. It's not like, I'm not like, you know, a snob about one way or the other. Um, there's, there's advantages to both, but, um, I think using off camera flash has really changed one, the quality of, of the the work, but also, um, I spend so much less time editing because I have more control in the field when I'm shooting. And that has really, really helped a lot. Um, and that's you know like I said quality plus plus uh, time, and um, you know when it comes to the editing itself, that's probably the most time consuming part. So you know good that good that I've I, you know when the, with the off camera flash that helps, but also the editing itself. Um, I don't I don't think it matters what your system is, but if you I think you need. A system for editing and culling, especially, and and that that software you have sounds, sounds really cool. Mm. Um, when I you know I've a I like you said I teach photography. I have a, a course on Lightroom and, and things like that. And one of the things I talk about is having a system that gets you through the the culling and the editing fast. And it, you know every if you're if you're shooting a lot of photos, you professional photographer, okay. you probably have your own system. I would say look at that system and see where you can improve it um you know just the simple things like you know syncing your edits across multiple photos and, and identifying those like blocks of similar photos having a system for culling um you know i go through and i first first pass i go through and just all the rejects and all the ones that are out of focus you know missed exposure flashed it not fire that kind of stuff and and then I you know I try to go fast through that and I have kind of a grading system that I use and I don't think it matters what system you use but having that system and being able to just sit down and say okay here's step one here's step two and getting through it actually matters a lot and um, it's one of those simple things that I don't think I think some people overlook because it's it's like oh well I'm just going to sit in front of Lightroom and, and start editing um, but when you when you have a system. And even even the, the the actual edits themselves, I do them in in phases where I'll do kind of the, the overall global edits first. Then I can sync all those, and then I go back to you know individual edits because you can't really sync. When I say individual, like um, you know spot removal and and using the brush on certain areas, things like that, um, I break it down like that so I can I can do that sync across all the all the edits. And then go back and do those those spots and, and things like that. So having a system has, has really helped a lot. And that's kind of um, out of necessity, you know, having very little time usually to to edit photos, I've kind of developed a system that works pretty quickly.
1: That's great. Yeah. Uh, workflows, systems, uh, whether you're a full time or a part-time business, it's it's super important to have those those very structured, very, you know, down pat, have them, have them uh, seamless, flawless, all those fun words, um, because it, it really is a time saver. Um, and, and by the way, optics can also group similar photos, and you can label similar photos so that it actually saves your yeah, time. Yeah, I'm downloading, I'm definitely downloading, downloading that today. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. So, so yeah, I, I mean, no matter what you're doing, uh, I... I I like to say that I like having workflows for everything in life. Um, even when I when I'm doing my yard work uh, on weekends, I've got a structure to how I do everything in what order, what paths I take it take. There, which I, it gets a little redundant, but it also makes it very efficient because you know exactly what you have to do next. And
0: I think I, I always I always tell everyone that you know it, it seems like you're you're limiting yourself when you have a strict workflow, but actually, I I think that unlocks a lot more creativity because when. You know, there's there's certain things you have to do for every photo, um, as far as the you know just getting it, getting it right, getting it to look like a clean edit. But then it, if you can get that done fast, and then focus on the more creative stuff, I think that kind of gives you more time to focus on that. It unlocks that that creativity. So it's I don't think it's limiting at all.
1: So we're we're getting to the end here, and I'm wondering if uh, there's anything else you'd like to share that we haven't talked about. Any um, any additional advice that you want to give before we um, uh, wrap it up.
0: You know, if especially if, if you're you know thinking about a side side hustle, um, get started and you know just just give it a shot. It's it's so easy in any any you know anywhere usually to, to start an LLC and and you don't even need to do that right away. But um, I think it's it's a great a great thing for just just being you know just in life is to have something that you 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 love doing and make a business of it and see if you can do it professionally and maybe. Maybe you love it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you hate doing it professionally, but but give it a shot. I think um, for for all of you hobbyist photographers out there, and, and you know maybe maybe I'm doing a disservice to, to myself as a as a photographer. I'm creating competition, but I, I I think the more the more out there, the better. Um, you know, give it a shot, and and you know, it's it's a lot of fun. I think to to run a, at least for me, it was it's been a lot of fun to learn about business, learn about marketing, learn about SEO, and and, and run a business. Um, aside from just the photography aspect of it, um, and maybe maybe that's not uh, not everyone, but um, you know, just just get started. It's so easy to get started. Try doing some, like I said, strategic free shoots and and see see what you can do and, and stretch your your creativity a little bit, and uh, you know, give, get get going.
1: Cool, cool. Uh, so thank you, uh, Peter, for joining us today. Uh, can you tell the listeners the absolute best place to find more information about you?
0: I think if, if you want to find me, uh, you can go to photographygoals.com. And uh, also there's, there's a YouTube channel, Photography Goals. Uh, that's where I talk about all things photography. Um, you know, We, we do lens, lens reviews and, and Lightroom tutorials and, and just general tutorials and things like that. Um, so that, that's the best place to find me. But if you want to see my actual photography business and my website, You can check it out at
1: legregorphotography.com. Awesome. So you can find the show notes and all the places where to find Peter at imagely.com slash podcast slash 130. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time.